0: Join us this April 2nd and 3rd for the Worship Audiovisual Experience Spring 2024 Conference and Expo happening in conjunction with the CAVLO event. WAVE and CAVLO are bringing more than 50 leading manufacturers and service providers to the Gaylord Opryland in Nashville, Tennessee, showcasing the latest technologies available for your church. WAVE will be providing conference education to take your production and worship to the next level by learning lighting, sound, and video techniques as well as leadership in advanced technologies like AI usage. Registration is just $99 if you register by March 5th for the conference. The Expo Pass is always free for everybody, so make sure to bring your entire team to see all that the exhibitors have to offer. Register at wave-event.co. That's wave-event.co today.
1: Attention all churches and organizations. Are you looking to amplify your message and reach your community in a powerful way? Introducing Podcast Made Simple, the perfect solution for churches and organizations, and even yourself, eager to step into the world of podcasting with ease and confidence. Our beginner course serves as a comprehensive guide helping you navigate the ins and outs of podcasting effortlessly. From selecting the right equipment to crafting engaging content, podcasts made simple provide step-by-step guidance tailored to your needs. No more struggling with complicated technology or feeling overwhelmed by the process. Without course, you'll be recording and sharing your message to the world in no time.
2: Podcast Made Simple helped our church connect with our congregation in a whole new way.
1: Thanks to this course, our message is reaching more people than ever before. Don't miss out on this opportunity to engage your community and make a lasting impact. Enroll in Podcast Made Simple today. The link is in the show notes or visit our website, InvisibleMediaConsulting.com. Welcome to episode number 79 as we go through our recap series for the holiday season of 2021. So today's recap is a was a great show. We brought in a manufacturer by the name of Personas. So those of you who are in the tech world, you definitely know who Personas is. They make great consoles, they make great interfaces, they make great stage boxes, and they have a myriad of software like Studio Live great software. So we brought on John Taylor who is the 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 sales lead for Personas. And we went through a a great conversation about their products and how you can utilize them in your church. So, sit back, relax and enjoy this conversation with John Taylor from Personas. Welcome to the church sound yes yes welcome to another edition of the church sound podcast i'm your humble host mr prentice thompson and welcome to episode number 63 with the good pastor
3: pastor killer Winley, guys how y'all doing out there today come
1: on yes episode number 63 we got a great show for you today it's gonna be fabulous Amazing and all the all the wonderful attitudes that I can't even think of at the moment. Today we (laughs) right today we (laughs) are going to talk to one of our guys at Personas and this guy is amazing. I'm going to let the good pastor introduce him. Yes, so
3: we have a very short introduction, but today we'll be talking with John M. Taylor, who is the technical sales lead, and he handles the live sound for Personas Audio Electronics, which for one is located in Baton Rouge, but he lives in Jersey. So guys, get yourself ready to learn some stuff about this incredible company. Welcome aboard, brother. Thank
0: you. Just don't expect the accent.
1: (laughs) Don't (laughs) expect the accent. So before we get into it, let's let's talk about our sponsor, Metro Podcast Studio, the hottest podcast studio in New York City. If you mm-hmm. have all your podcast needs, make sure you hit them up for live streaming, audio yeah. recording, a great location to record, by the way. Um, um, oh, awesome. audio editing, podcast production, um, remote recording, hit them up, mm-hmm. metropodcaststudio.com for all yeah. of your podcasting needs. And amazingly, they have a personas console in the studio that's right they sure do Yep. yeah <laughs> they, sure they got a, six, a 16.2 in the studio so yeah we can't wait to get back to the studio and i'm oh thinking boy. in you know in a month probably I'll, 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 okay. I'll say a month say a month we we'll get back Thank in the God, anyway <laughs> welcome to meet personas right here yeah. on the church sound podcast so i'm going to throw it out there how are you gentlemen doing today
3: um uh, my brother, you want to go first or you want me to
0: go first? Uh, you know what? It's your house.
3: <laughs> Take it. <laughs> uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Uh, took a day off from work uh, to get some other work done. And of course, that didn't get done. So, <laughs> But I'm good. I'm good. You know, one thing, having children, uh, they require a lot of attention. And so the more and more... I live with these little little ones. I'm learning that every single day. But but things are good, bro. Things are good.
0: I'm looking forward to tonight. I, I how got are a you trick are for that later on. I'm good, man. Later on I got a trick for that having kids thing that makes life a lot better. Okay. You need to get yeah, you need to get yourself a twenty two year old. <laughs> Uh, anything over the he age of that. 18 he got, that's the best he kids to that. have in the house. <laughs> oh, I, I got, I got that and more, bro. <laughs> 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 for,
3: for real. He got that. I only wish I only wish she lived here. That would be great.
0: <laughs> I know. The, I got my 22 year old lives here, and to answer your question, I am great. I uh, just got uh, took uh, from Monday through Wednesday off this week. My son came up from North Carolina. He lives down there with his mom. Um, he's he came up for a few days to uh, hang out. He is on his way to California at the end of the month to wow. uh, go to school out there, college. Uh, and went out there on a, a lacrosse scholarship, which blows my mind because other than watching him play, I have no idea how that game is
1: played.
0: <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know and it's I guys in helmets this. with sticks. You go, yeah, so yeah, he's going. going to go in. It, <laughs> yeah, it's like hockey without skates on. So. Exactly. We with that. Yeah, yep. but it was a great visit. Um, I you know, we we hung out and made some Salisbury steaks here. Uh, I like to cook, it's my thing. Um, matter of fact, if you guys ever make it down to this part of the state, um, stop by sometime, I'll, I'll treat you guys to what real pizza tastes like. Oh, hey, listen, really? You can't, hey, carry. Oh, really? Hey, you okay. can't see, carry my See, see,
1: what you can't do is tip two foodies now, you <laughs> can't do that. Bring it on! We will we show will really, up. Yeah. We will show yeah. up yeah. With, <laughs> with, with the bib on in and the knife and the, and the exactly. Park. <laughs> right, we will and I'll bring show it <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> we will I'm, show I'm up. Big man, I'll make a big pizza. Let's go. All right, That's all right, let's do it.
1: So, like our, our our new listeners and our old listeners, we you know, we do this thing called Sunday school. where Sunday school is the funny stories that we t- that we find in church as tech people or just people in general, um, and so hopefully. I can get off of the off of the pulpit soon? Yes. Because I've been preaching, like... You've been moving it, bro. I'll give it to you there. I, I, I've been, been preaching moving. every Sunday. You I've done know? a few, but you, you, you've You know, I mean, hey, listen. If you, you, if if you, can't, up, if you can't count them. If you count them, it's going to be, you know, I might be a little soft. We're sloppy. not doing that. We're not... Okay. I, I, no, we're not doing that. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's, let's get into Sunday yeah. school. All right, okay, so I have my time. three points. Time for okay. the And the general rule is the, the guest and the Come co-host will select one of these points, and I will then dive into the story of the day. So, okay. point number one is mm-hmm. top of the morning. Top of the morning. Okay. Number okay. two. It's in the book. Okay. Number three. Okay. Phone. Power. Phone power. So, top phone of the morning. morning. It's in the book. Mm-hmm. And phone, phone power. power.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, John, what you want to rock with? You know what? Um, the first two sound like something that you could probably do fairly easy, but phone power sounds like there's a good story behind that. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling, feeling phone power.
0: power. Phone power 4999.
1: Yeah. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is time for Sunday school. This happened at an undisclosed location. which shall remain nameless which I shall hopefully not give away any clues to the listeners out there that <laughs> make story, church,
0: Every or, good story starts off with an undisclosed,
1: it's a church and it's an undisclosed church in the story. I want to try to keep I'm gonna try to keep it PG. Okay, here we the go. The names have been changed to protect the you The guilty, the guilty. Yeah. So, 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 I'm mixed in front of house, and ironically, this church had a personas. I think I gave it away. This wow. church had a, had a 42, got more. So, um, they had um, people who soundcheck wasn't in their DNA. Like, they had this one singer mm. who constantly never made it to the first song. Wow. I'm talking like running in. Wow. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you don't know that you need to be here for sound check. Exactly. Service starts at 10. Come Come sound on. checks is at 930, 915-ish, you know, and this is this is this is one of those churches where it was like a tent church in the sense that I had the Wheel it in, set it up, line check everything, run cable, gaffer down the whole wow. thing, and then when it's over, wrap it up, right? Pack it up, roll it yeah. into a room, provide media for, for all the things that's going on after church. And wow. Wow. I'm and, okay, so this, this, this is. I had to arrive at 6.30 a.m. Mm. Mm. Not leaving home.
3: No, no, no. You had to be there. There. Oh yeah, right, right. Six thirty
1: because I had subs, and as a band, it's, it's it was a lot, and wow. it was two guys. Okay. And their and their audio team was non-existent, so that's why they brought me. In. That's why they brought me in. I okay. earned every dime that I got. But anyway, <laughs> this singer would constantly be late, constantly be late. And so this one particular Sunday, you know how it is, um, sometimes they'll change the song. Right. And they run, they run, and have to, you know, they, they run to the presenter person and say, we're going to do this song, we'll change the song. Well, this person showed up late. So this person don't know that the song has changed. They get on stage, start to sing the song, and mm-hmm. then realize they get to the song, they don't know the song. And they pull out their phone. Uh-oh. And they fish for the lyrics. And they hang the phone <laughs> on the pulpit. And, you know, just screwing the words up. Just... This.
2: i why nobody's
1: And and the phone died. Whoop. Oh. And you knew the phone died when you start singing this. I'm moving the um, yeah. You know. You know. They try to get the people like <laughs> that know the song. Like you should have been. Her phone. Oh, their phone died. Wow. On stage, ministering. Come on. That's (laughs) poetic justice. It's like, (laughs) you should have been here. (laughs) You just can't make this stuff up. And in in, in what world, in what world do you actually think that that's even going to work?
0: Nowhere. Nowhere On stage with the lyrics. Mm. I can tell you one place where it will, but we'll get to that later.
1: Oh, the the story! <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, Sunday school. Oh, oh. <laughs> so, nice. as we get into our topic, as we talk, if we talk to my good friend John Taylor from we have, a, we have, we have a myriad of questions. Before we get into yes. that, how did you get into this
0: crazy business? Well, it's a long and complicated story, Prentice. <laughs> see, what's great about what, and this is what I love about podcasts is I can sit here and make all the cool faces and stuff that nobody out there <laughs> in the world can see, but you two are seeing this and you're laughing at it going, okay, here's where it comes from. <laughs> all right. So um start off with the beginnings. Um, First time I was ever behind a mixing console, I was... 14 15 years old uh this was in high school we had an old pv16 channel didn't even have faders i mean it was all knobs Mm -hmm. old school simple to learn on and that was the first time i was ever behind one it was um in my high school in the middle of cornfields in illinois uh we had what we called a show choir and i was good enough to be one of the alternates for the show choir and I think that the, the idea behind an alternate for the show choir is I was a very large person and could handle moving the equipment. Um, <laughs> a double duty. <laughs> so that was kind of where I started out at. And I learned a lot of little things just to get myself started. And then, you know, graduated, uh, tried to go to college, uh, really didn't get too much out of uh, that except uh, in debt. <laughs> then um, 19 years old, I put on a pair of combat boots and a green suit that I wore for the next 20 years. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't let my youthful good looks fool you. I'm, I'm old enough to be retired once. <laughs> um, and it wasn't yesterday. So, I'd say I'm even older than that. <laughs> um, so, um, basically, during the time, my hmm. first duty station was Charleston, South Carolina. And that's where I learned to say "yo." I heard y'all, I heard y'all get all over the place, but I never said it because <laughs> I, I grew up on a farm in Illinois. This is how we talk. We don't have an accent. However, when you are buried in Charleston, South Carolina for 10 years, wow, you learn say y'all with the best of them. y'all.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You learn a little bit of Geechee. You learn... Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you learn down there. That's um, where my wife is right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, she's in Charleston? She's in Charleston. That's where yep. I'm from. Yep, she's in oh, Charleston man. right now.
0: I I would love to go. I go back and visit every now and again. Uh, it's, I know the, the area all over it. Um, let me see, because it's been, well, I don't want to put too much of a date on me, but it's been 16 years since I was stationed there. Wow. So, um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, older than I look. Thank you for not commenting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you yeah, know, it's uh, Charleston's gorgeous. Um, if she can get north of Charleston, not North Charleston, but into like um, Mount Pleasant, oh, uh, that yeah. area, it's mm-hmm. um, across well. the across the Cooper River Bridge. Mm-hmm. Get over on the other side of that. There's all kind of cool stores and restaurants um, right there on the main drag. There's a place called Blues. Uh, that is uh, one of the places where i learned even more about how to do this stuff because when i got to charleston i learned how to be uh, a dj and a karaoke guy which is wow completely insane but it was one of those Mm -hmm. things the the show that i did for karaoke was on sunday nights so we were in this little bar um right off of east bay it's a place called wet willies it's not there anymore um but uh it was just a little bar place that we went and we started to, as we were getting started, um, we started to attract certain folks. And it was, you, you wind up getting this, this following. And it was folks that went to church in the morning, but weren't done singing. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. we would, yeah, we would fill that place up. And they come in and, oh, I'll tell you what, some of the pipes in that joint. Oh, there were Amazing. folks in there that could just tear it up. And we're talking a karaoke song. But the one thing that I learned about it um, is that wow. it wasn't so much about how many songs I had or how well I sang. It was about how well I could put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. And you start to listen. You don't, you know, you don't just you know hit play and hand them a microphone. You listen. You you're balancing, you know, the EQ of the music and the levels of the music, the levels of the voice, EQ of the voice, the effects, all mm-hmm. the other stuff. And I got really good at it and then I got orders and then I wound up in Jersey. Karaoke is not as popular in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever noticed that, but it's really not. Oh God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jersey's
3: a working town, brother. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I got up town. here and, and, and nobody wanted to, you know, to sing because they just wanted to sing. They wanted to, you know, i i don't even know what they wanted to do honestly (laughs) but i got to realizing that okay i am not making enough money at this gig not having any gigs so i had speakers i had microphones i had processing equipment that a karaoke guy shouldn't have that a dj guy shouldn't have and i knew how to work all of it Mm -hmm. i knew where to plug things in i knew how to run cables i knew how to set up speakers i knew how to create crossovers and all kind of fun stuff um and for me, the, the the trick was the learning of it, and that was always the fun part. So, you know, as I'm learning all of these bits and pieces, I come to realize that the little Mackie 1202 that I've got here, it's not going to be enough to cover a band. But I want to go be a I want to go be a sound guy for bands. Wow! So, sold the Mackie 1202, and I reached out to this guy named Rick. And if you have ever ever anything to do with the Personas Company. You oh yeah. know who Rick okay. is. Yeah, yes. You know who
1: Rick is. Yes, I know who Rick is.
0: And and I tell I this joke every Na- time. Nav- What's his Navi. Is his last Knock name? Me. Navi, right. Nakvi. Yeah, there's a Q in there somewhere. It keeps moving around on me, but um. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. When I when I got on there, I, I, I I'm like I'm looking for a bigger board, and it was between a, a Mackie Onyx because I already knew the Mackie, and I was I was okay with how they worked and how they sounded, and between the brand spanking new at the time Studio Live sixteen point four point two, and the pricing was comparable between the two of them, and I'm bouncing them back and forth, and it took me months mm-hmm. to I mean probably two months to decide which one of these two boards I wanted because I needed something that could do more than just be a soundboard. And I I, I jumped onto the internet and I found the personas forums and I asked a couple of questions and I got a message back from Rick. He said, Hey, give me a call. Give me his phone number. Biggest mistake that man has probably ever made in his (laughs) life. (laughs) Because Rick gave me his phone number. Oh, it's not his office line. personal number yes oh oh wow yeah and you know what it was it was either the biggest mistake or probably the smartest thing he's ever done one of these days archaeologists will determine which Um, (laughs) but it was you know i i he i called him we sat we talked and at the end of it it was one of those things that i didn't even want the mackie anymore and it had nothing to do with the console Mm. they were both good the 1642 was better in my opinion um because it did the stuff that I needed one to do but it wasn't anything about what the console could do it was about that conversation Mm. I just met Greg Mackey at Nam a year and a half ago and I've known Rick Nockby for 15 years now 16 years you know it was one of those things where To me, it wasn't so much about the technology. It was about the people behind it. Right. And, you know, I took that mixing console and I started, you know, running bands and, you know, party bands and um, wedding bands and pretty much anything that I could get my hands on to basically try to blow up speakers, (laughs) uh, which I did a lot of. Uh, There are a lot of people that you'll talk to in this business that have gone to school and they've gone through all of these little things here and there. And that's beautiful. And if you can, if you can do that, and that's your way to go. Right. I I recommend it. It's a lot less, it doesn't cost you near as much in blown up speaker drivers. So, um, but me, I learned it the old fashioned way. I went out there, I burned up amplifiers. I blew up speakers. I had feedback problems like you wouldn't believe. And it was just me. That's so good. I had to learn on the fly and, right. and study and pay attention and learn how to solve those problems in real time. And to me, that was, a, that's been an incredible bit of knowledge. So I combine all of that up with the fact that I was also an aircraft mechanic for 20 years. Um, oh, awesome. So I understand a great deal about troubleshooting about signal flow, about how, things connect and talk to each other and Mm -hmm. what should happen here and there and i rolled all of that into conversations that i was still part of the personas forums Mm. at the time um and as a matter of fact i got all the way up to the point where i was um one of the administrators uh not even working for personas yet personas didn't yeah personas as a job for me didn't officially happen until 2015 wow so yeah so I've only been here six years as an actual employee, but, you know, the company has, you know, they brought me to Nam with them when they introduced the uh, AI series of the, the studio, the original studio live mixers I went out there and, you know, helped them do demos, help them set up, help them tear down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was one of those things where I knew when I retired from the Air Force, because I was going to retire, that I would have to find myself another family. Otherwise, I would just completely go nuts. Sure. And Personas became that different family. I'm not going to say the new family, but it's a different family. Right. Um, So, I mean, when you're in the military and you do that for a long time, I I made it all the way up to E7. um, And it was one of those things where you always had that family kind of feel. And it's nothing that other people can understand. Right. And I was looking for something that gave me a piece of that. And that's the one thing that I got when I, when I, when I retired. So, you know, since then I have, I mean, I could probably pick up my laptop and, and show you guys what my office looks like. It is tech central in here. Um, I mean, I've got the, the MacBook, I've got the studio live, uh, series three console i've got a personas uh, switch i've got a personas avb to dante adapter i mean my entire world revolves around this now right and the reason why it's all here is twofold one i've got to sell it which means i've got to know it inside and out Right. Right. The other is that i've got to be able to help people with it and to me you know i my 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 uh Job title is technical sales lead. That's 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 my title. It has the word sales in it. I do not ever want to be a salesman. I know it seems weird. I know it seems a little bit backwards. To me, I don't have to sell product. I help people come up with solutions. Gotcha. And sometimes, and sometimes it's a quick solution. Sometimes it's a hey, press this button, turn this knob, do this. Other Mm -hmm. times it's a, hey, we need to put you, uh, you know, 34 boxes of line array in this room and, you know, half a dozen dual 18 subwoofers that'll make you question your religious decisions. Right. But that's the nature of what I have. That's, you know, that's what I do. I don't sell things to people. I solve problems. Right. And it it, it extends from that military lifestyle where all I did all day long with airplanes is solve problems. Hey, this doesn't fit. Okay, grab a hammer. Does it fit now? <laughs> <Yes>. Problem solved. <laughs> right. Um,
1: right. <laughs> so let me ask you this question. What you got? So you kind of went into the training as in the signal flow aspect, and then you you're you're deciding to choose an analog board, um, the Mackie analog to the the digital, like probably the new. You know, because I I believe that was one of the first ones I've ever seen. What do you think the biggest challenge that churches face when they switch from analog to digital?
0: Honestly, um, there, there are a few, I think the biggest one, honestly, is comfort. Sure. You know, I remember Mm -hmm. the the first time um, and I did a a bunch of uh, events that we did at great adventure, the six flags uh, uh, that's down this way. Um, And I remember working on the stages and we had a lot of good names um lieutenant dan and his band was one of my favorites i've still got a picture of him um but i remember the first time i walked up onto a digital console Mm -hmm. and that digital console was an m7 cl oh that's a piece of work yes that console scared the life out of me
3: yeah
0: because I'd never dealt with a digital console of that type in, at the time. I hadn't, you know, nothing that had motorized faders or te- mm-hmm, touch screens mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I looked at it and, and, and I'm sure with, with time, it would be, it would have been no problem. But when I looked at it the first time, I'm just like, geez, I wonder if there are any faders on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they were everywhere. And yeah. it was one of those things, and, and they moved and you push a button, and the next thing you know, you don't know where you are. And that's something that a lot of people, especially in the church environment, especially when you've got volunteers running things who are not exactly not schooled up. Yep. They want a knob that does one job. They mm-hmm. want a fader that does one job. They don't want to have, okay, I press a button and now everything's different. And that's one of the things that we have fought very, very hard um, as a company, Personas, to try to keep that as simple as possible, and to make it as understandable for people as possible. So I think to you know the, that's probably your first question is what you know comfort. That's why people stick with a lot of analog stuff and a lot of very simple things is because mm-hmm. there's there's that comfort there. You know that if I if you turn that knob, it's going to do something. Right. right, and right. this job's
1: not going. This job, this knob's not going to turn to another another thing right. if I hit another button. So this, but right. this knob yeah. does this now. If I hit this button, this same knob does this now. If I hit another button, this same knob does this now. Right,
0: yeah. right, and that's right. and that's one of those things where now you're getting into a situation where okay, you have your simple you know, one room chapel, it's a 50 by 50. There's, you know, a couple of speakers up there and this this sweet old man who's in his mid sixties, who's been messing with this for 10 years. He's comfortable there. I'm not going to try to push a completely digital networked system onto this sweet old man because he's not going to buy it. He's not interested. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to him, he knows what he's doing and he can show somebody else how it works. Right now you take that, you take that and then you flip that coin over. Okay. Now you have your churches that want the tech and there's a prime driver for, at least for us over the course of the last, you know, 14, 15, 16 months has been the COVID epidemic. Yeah. The mm-hmm. COVID epidemic drove churches to do things that they couldn't or wouldn't do before. Yes. Wouldn't probably the best, the best word. what's that the best best
1: description is probably wouldn't do wouldn't yeah yeah
0: Yeah. and and you know looking back at it now they came to the realization that well having people in the seats is great but there are so many more ears out there Mm -hmm. Mm. so many more people that could hear us if we just did this one little thing and put this out over the internet yeah and yep. a lot of people did it wrong. oh daddy did a lot of people do it wrong <laughs> but yeah and you know and that's where you know that's where guys like me come in. you know i I was talking to a guy in upstate New York um on Monday, had feedback in his system, had no idea how to get rid of it. I'm like, well, where are your microphones you know where's you know where's your <laughs> oh, noise' right in front of know? the speaker? Yeah, is it supposed and, to it, be there? No. <laughs> oh, it gets it, it. was it was a condenser mic to go on top of that. Oh, oh you know, look, Pulpit, omnidirectional. I'm like, dude. You, oh, you've got oh, to move God. that mic. <laughs> and then and then when we, once we got into it, we realized he had that thing the gain cranked up to like 50 50 wow. dB on that on that mic. Jeez. And then he's running his PA at full steam. I'm like. Wow. This is one of those situations where the audience can't see the look on my face, but y'all can. <laughs> well, when they, when they, they'll see it.
1: <laughs> They're going to gonna it. see it. So let me ask you this with the, with the whole COVID thing, mm-hmm. what has been like the most popular question that you've gotten, like during that time period,
0: especially with this people, is the same question you've gotten, man. Yeah, you know it is. It starts with live and ends with stream. It has a "How do I do it in front of it?" Right? How do right. I live stream? Right, right. People, yeah. yeah people realized that they could not get their message to their people because the people couldn't come in, right? Or they wouldn't come in. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. we were talking about this before we started. I my my truck's getting about six months to the gallon right now, and <laughs> it's you know I'm not going anywhere I don't have to go. And there are a lot That's of people that are
1: like that. <laughs> That's too yeah, good. You're right.
0: You're you absolutely right. You yeah, can keep that one. Wonderful. Remember to use that
1: later. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to put it in my pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely <laughs> going to put it in my pocket. So, what was the. Because uh, I remember when the digital console first, I remember, I remember when it first dropped, and I remember being totally blown away that you could pull out your iPad mm-hmm. and then move around. And I remember when I, I remember. I think Rick was. I think I went to a train. Maybe I was at NAM, one of the two, one of those things. Yes. And I remember going to to myself, I could be on stage, ringing out (laughs) monitors.
0: Yep. Just like I can be on stage,
1: ringing out monitors. I don't have to be screaming. Right. I can sit there, I could come in early, put the mic down. And this, I don't need somebody up there. Can is I can assist myself. It. <laughs> no, I don't have to do it. And I think that was the thing. And I think Personas was like one of the first companies. I think were you guys first? Do that?
0: To my knowledge, we're the first one to have a dedicated app for a mixer. There were other systems out there before that that were kind of uh you know midi and uh Programming based, but I think right. we were the first ones to come out with the actual app dedicated to the hardware.
1: Right. Awesome. That's
0: Might awesome. not have been,
1: but it, yeah. not, I think it was because I, because I, I, I remember because I was I was a rep at the time, and I remember going to Nam that year because mm. I was repping uh, Event Electronics at the time, and I remember going to the show going, huh.
2: <laughs> I still do that.
1: I can still walk yeah. around with it. But but to, to stay on track, I'd like yeah. to, because the concept of personas is, is different from a lot of other manufacturers in the sense that you guys work to make it simple.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, I can tell from your design, I can tell from your approach, that is, the, that is one of the first things that's thought about, I guess, in design and when you guys are doing R&D about when you, when you're developing this stuff,
0: is that, is that true? Am I, am I, am I missing it? It is very true. Um, and, and, and as as an example, and and, then I'll use, um, we're, we're the, the three of us are familiar with uh, a matrix mix, you know, a matrix mix is a mix of output buses Mm -hmm. on some consoles. I won't name names because that will get people mad at me. Oh my but gosh. it you literally have to have a degree in computer science to set up a matrix mix. Yeah. And we looked at this and we're like why do you have to do all of this? Just tell the mix what you want it to be. And that's what we did. So what we do so in good. these situations, yeah, we 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 talk to people. We love talking to people. As you can tell, i have pretty much haven't shut up this whole time. Um, so you know I got killed over
1: there doing sign language, right?
0: (laughs) Let me know if I do if if I do start talking too much. You're fine. I got I got a whip. You're good, you're fine. I mean, we we take a great deal of concern for the needs of the people that we work with um you know for uh, a couple of other examples that we have um things that have i'm trying to think of one that uh come up directly from a a user request oh the daw mode on the the consoles the studio live series 3 consoles are actually digital audio workstation controllers and that was something they're like if, wow. you, if we're going to go with motorized faders and we have this software that's, you know, one of the best in the world, why are we not putting the pieces together? And that's what they did. It is a full-on digital audio workstation curl. It worked beautifully with our software and it has the MCU and the, the Huey uh, capabilities, so it'll let you run with just about anything else that's out there. You just kind of have to set those up a little bit more. Right. And, you know, for, for awesome. us it's, it's ways that we would solve the problems ourselves. So, and, you know, we have the RTA that's built in in on the channels. That's great because the previous ones didn't have that. And Mm -hmm. now we have it because we wanted it. One thing you have to understand about the folks at Personas, these are musicians. These are musicians, they're sound guys, they're engineers, they're guys that are not happy if they're, you know, if they're not happy. And they have the power as musicians to say, hey, um, is there a different way that we can do this? That's incredible. And then we send that that's over to the incredible. engineers and the engineers go, hmm, yeah, I'm sure we probably could. And, you know, if they can do it on this model or in a firmware update or in a software update, they do it. And that's, we just, you know, roll it out to the customers. Welcome. That is enjoy. You know what I
1: really enjoy? Uh, because I've been a fan of the company for a very long time, is that you guys always seem to build onto this ecosystem that's that is surrounding these different areas of creativity, meaning in the studio, um, live sound, and then even your your dedicated focus to houses of worship and how you're able to put these this ecosystems to how these all things work seamlessly together and you can use with or without or with like explain the concept of your
0: ecosystem. All right. Um, so if we're talking ecosystem itself, it's all based around one thing, and that is uh, an, uh, a networking standard. So a lot of the people out there in the world, you know, I have Dante equipment in my office. I have um, USB based equipment in my office. Mm-hmm. Um, USB is a standard. There's rules written for how it works, what it can do. Dante is not a standard. Right. Yeah. But it is very prevalent in the industry right. because it works and it works very well. And I won't bad mouth Dante because I, I actually like their stuff very much and we have Dante and a lot of stuff. As a matter of fact, there's a bunch of pieces in my office that have it. Um matter of fact, I'm talking to you through it.
3: Okay.
0: So um, because my system is running through Dante. So what we decided in those situation is if we're going to create this ecosystem. We have a choice. We can either create our own standard for this, which is what, you know, Audinate did with Dante. That's what um, Focusrite did with their RedNet system. You know, there's a lot of, and and I'm I'm guessing on a couple of those. But what we did is we just opened up the internet and said, you know what? There's this standard out there and it's called AVB or TSN. AVB is audio video bridging. TSN is time sensitive networking. And what this is, is basically a means to guarantee your signal gets where it's got to go. As long as the components are functional, your information is going to get where it needs to go, and it's going to get there at or below a set amount of time. And that becomes very important in how this ecosystem works. So the beauty of this ecosystem is it starts off, and you can start it off with any component. And that's the that's the probably my favorite part about it is that if you're a church on a budget, mm-hmm. or if you're um, you know a synagogue who only has a certain amount, but you need a mixer, but you only need a few channels. Say you need sixteen inputs, you can start your system off with something like a, one of our rack mixers and go back to that iPad control that we were talking about earlier. Right, right. It worked, the, the beauty of it is is the rack mixer and the console work exactly the same, right? It's, it's identical. The the functions are the same inside of it, but then maybe you're a starting off church or maybe you're a portable church that, okay, now we've got a place to, now, now, now we're not portable anymore. Now we've got, you know, this gym that we set up in every weekend
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: then maybe, okay, now we've got a facility and maybe now we're, we start off at, you know, a couple hundred people then we go to 500 people now we got a thousand people in the seats and we have a 12-piece band with 46 person choir and all of this and all of that well that studio live 16 r ain't gonna get it done anymore mm. so that's where the system allows you to grow and that's the beauty of of, of an avb system and wow so what you can do now is you can take that 16R or 24R or 32R that you started off with, and maybe you add a stage box to it for a few extra inputs.
1: Mm-hmm. They'll
0: show up on the system, you can rearrange, do the things that you need to do. Um, or maybe it's time to, hey, let's get a console in here. Cause I'm tired of doing this on an iPad. I've almost dropped the thing 50 times. Um, you know, now let's let's get a let's get a set location for this. So what you do now is you grab a console and it's a single cat 5 cable or cat 6 cable between the two units and now what used to be your mixer is now the stage box for your console Mm -hmm. and it's all and it's all all scalable from there so keep growing your system okay maybe we start off with a 16 channel a 16 fader mixer studio live 32 sc for example all right, well, now we're big enough that we wanna get you know a little bit better control. So we maybe step up to a 32S, which is a 33 fader unit. It's gonna have you know, pretty much full size for what you got. Uh, or you could step up to the big dog and get the 64S, uh, which is 64 channels on 33 faders, and it's just a couple of banks. Fairly simple to operate, people understand it. And the cool thing about it is, is okay, you still got that 17 fader unit, the, the 32SC, well, what are we gonna do with it? Well, we've got a couple of options. Um, We can use it as a monitor mixer. Mm -hmm. Um, We can use it as a recording uh, desk. We can use it as a live streaming desk. The cool thing about the system is that the consoles themselves internally, with the exception of the 64S because it's bigger, they're all identical internally. So any channels you have coming to one console, you can send to another. Matter of fact, any channels you have sent coming into one console, you can send to all of the others. It's on the network. As soon as the channels are there, you can add That's stuff amazing. to it, pull and, and push things to that network. And anything else on that network can become whatever you want. And, you know, if you're, you, you know, you could have maybe a kid's room downstairs. Now we've got the big system up here. Well, we, maybe the kids want to do uh, something special on Sunday uh, for, you know, the Christmas or, or something like that. The kids want to sing a song. Well, how do we get that up here? And we got all the video cameras and everything. Oh, wait, that's a studio live. All you do is pipe the channels into a bus on that thing, fire it up to the other consoles, and it's available to everything else. So now the folks up in the up in the main sanctuary can see all of the kids on the, on the screens that are always there, and then they can pull the channels from the other console and you still got somebody down there live running that console making them sound good right so and then you know there there's tons more features on these things. I don't even I I can't even you know you have the ability each one of them is a 64 by 64 USB audio interface can you imagine all the stuff you can do with that hold up
1: even a small even a small even a small compact one
0: yeah 32 sc is still 64 by 64 Wow. I can cool. show you on my screen because that's the console I've got.
1: Wow. But
0: yeah. And the wow. thing about that is, is that gives you flexibility. And, you know, me personally, when I'm out doing gigs with it, i use the, i use the computer as a plug farm. Mm. So for example, I've got all these, you know, plugins on the console that I can put in for compression effects, whatever I need to do, you know, even EQs. Uh, I'm using a few of them. Um, or... I can pipe that channel over to my computer, fire up Studio One, set up a track real quick, drop a plug in on it, and I can send a whole bunch of different channels to it, and then fire it right back to the mixer. So as long as it's not time-based effects, you're fine. Wow. So I can put reverbs, delay, well, I don't want to put delays, but uh, you know, reverbs, choruses, all kind of fun stuff. Um, Compression. Yeah. So all of the stuff that you could put into the Studio One software now becomes a tool you can use for your console. And this is where we go from that sweet 65-year-old man who's, you know, comfortable with his knobs to right. now we're at the big time where we got the big churches that want to do that kind of stuff. And, you know, we are very concerned about giving the tools to people to be able to do that. That's one of the things that we like. We've we've gone so far as to hire someone whose job is exclusively to deal with the house of worship market. And he deals sure. with end users and gets them connected with uh, people who can get them what they need. So, you know, we, we spend a lot of time and energy on that. That's amazing. As a as a pastor, what what is,
3: what is the, how do you guys help the young novice uh, engineer? Once they've, now, they, now they was, they've been working on this audit, this uh, analog board all this time. And now the pastor just went up. We got a digital board and it's a personas. How did you, how? Is there anything built in with that to help them to kind of
0: navigate through that transition? Uh, In specific on the board, there are are a few things on the console that it's not necessarily that we would be doing, but that the people in charge of the console would do. Okay. So, for example, you have user profiles on these consoles. Mm, Good. And the user profiles, you have one... um, administrator con, uh, sure. uh, who has full rights to be able to do just about anything. And then you have 10 other <laughs> users, right? So, and Prince make making funny, funny faces over there. So that I'm would be sure. me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, okay. So if we go back and we look at what those do, normally it's just, okay, this is how he, this is how Herman sets up. This is how Dave sets up. This is right. how Justine sets up. And I don't know where those names came from. Please don't take it personal. So <laughs> we take the way these people do. Normally it would be just, okay, this is their setup. Well, that's not very helpful. So what we decided to do, and this is came from, you know, learning things from people is we decided, why don't we make this a learning tool or something Excellent. where someone doesn't have to learn. Excellent. So each of those profiles has capabilities, That they can do so i can take and create a profile on this console on any one of the consoles and i can make it to where you can't do anything literally you have no control it drops the project on the on the console it drops the scene and you're done there's nothing else you can do until you power that thing off and log it back in as an ad as an administrator and what I call that is the Saturday afternoon, I don't have anybody to run the board for the wedding right, that's right, coming in right? user. And you can literally do that with that console. So now, not only are we saving people headache and problems, saving the church's money because now they don't have to pay somebody to come in and run that console on Saturday. Right, right. You just hand just hand the bride a card that says, okay, here's your power switch, type this number in, and that number is locked to a particular user. And done. Amazing. System set up, ready to rock and roll. All they have that's to do good. is know where the switch is and how to type in a number. That's so good. that's the basic. Then you can start giving a little bit more. So the next thing most people are obviously going to probably want to do is give them faders. Mm-hmm. So you have the ability to turn on just the faders. But But wow. we were all kids once. Yes.
1: No, <laughs> no game, matter how no many EQ, time, no compression, no happening. limiting, nothing. Yes. <laughs> you can't <laughs> do dead. nothing. You can hit that game all you want. Nothing's going to happen.
0: Right. But you have that fader, and the fader is the coolest thing on any console. I don't care who you are. Yep. The fader is the coolest thing. And you see that you on there and that little dark line that runs across going, <laughs> what, what happened if I went is? past Boy, that? I just who are
1: you? <laughs> <laughs> Where did you go? Know? Yeah. In a, right. normal,
0: in a normal situation, they go past it, create feedback, blow out speakers, and generally mm-hmm. get that look that everyone gives you when they turn around when feedback mm-hmm. starts. Y'all know right. which one I'm talking about. Too. Oh, Y'all you yeah, yeah. know. You've seen it. You yeah. 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 So, DJ. <laughs> in this case, we've, we've <laughs> yeah. So in this case, we've set up a system to prevent that. And it's actually, you can control how much that user can turn up that fader. Not only does it, you know, they can push the fader all the way up. If you got it set to where it goes only to Unity, they can push that fader up past Unity, no problem. Not only is it not going to give them that extra audio, as soon as they let go of that fader, guess where it's going to go? Right down to Unity. It's letting you know. Sorry, you you don't have the license to be able to drive after night. (laughs) Right,
1: right. You have a learner's permit,
0: not yet. That's good, man. And then per that and each one of these profiles can be set up differently and you can keep adding little bits and pieces say maybe later on down the road you want to go ahead and give them full fader control Mm -hmm. or perhaps give them the ability to you know relabel some things or maybe give them access to the fat channel which is compressor gate eq and you can use that as a learning tool and a means to educate people. And they're not getting into things that they don't necessarily need to get into that are going to cause them problems to be yeah. prepared for. It. So it's a good way to train someone on how to do stuff. Um, plus, it's also a good way to keep people out of trouble.
3: Yeah. Right. Right. Um, right.
0: Another thing that we do for training is we have a lot of videos. If you ever go to the site, go to learn. And just down the whole right-hand side, there's about 300 topics and wow. various different things. It's probably not 300. I've never actually counted it. But we, a have a, we have our yeah we have our own in-house video and editing team. We don't okay. farm that stuff out too much. And these guys, specifically, their job is to make videos for various purposes. Uh, there are a couple in there with me. I'm not going to tell you which ones they are, but uh, I'll give you... A, Digital high five, if you can find them. (laughs) So we try to make sure that the information's out there for people. We've also got Facebook groups um, that are, you know, very well monitored and run. We've still got our personas forums where you've got guys that uh Chris and I, Chris hutnick and I both know that, you know, go in there and keep track of that and help people out. Um, I looked back at the the forum one time and I had answered. four times more questions than anybody else. And I had only started five topics. So it was one of those things. That's the kind of vibe that they have in there. They're very giving. They don't try to bring in, you know, things of their own unless they're asked to, or they need to. But the guys in there are very good. We've got guys that are excellent at our recording software. They've got guys in there that are excellent at our audio interfaces. Um, You know, guys in there in our notation software you know there's there's all that's kind good. of different stuff in that's there good. and that's what they do is they just go in and help people right you know the the persona's facebook groups i'm one of the uh admins there people there you know we we're very we're very adamant that people have to be nice and there are certain facebook groups out there where people get really angry and be very and are very pushy right and right, right, we sure. try to avoid that um and we do everything we can to make sure people understand that you know as answer the questions don't push an agenda right and it's it's very good for people that's good so those are that's some of the key good. ones that we use that's good
3: because churches are I, we we've come into contact with a bunch of churches that are transitioning from analog to digital and some of them you could see that trepidation you know well what if yeah. and and nah, nah, nah. you know and so we've been we've been fortunate enough to be able to give them the exact same information, but that's good because I know the, the pastor that's going to catch this podcast, he needs to understand that. And that's really yeah. good because it's going to make taking that, ex, that step, it makes it a whole lot easier for him. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. There's a lot, there's a yeah. lot of
3: concerns.
0: Yeah. yeah. Talking about the what if, one of the things about that, here, here's, here, here's one reason why digital is actually better in some cases. The what if on an analog, what oh. if I lose a channel analog?
2: Mm.
0: what's the solution? You're going to have to break out a screwdriver. Right, you got to replace it. And you're going to have to break out a soldering iron. Yep. On a digital console, what if I lose a channel? Well, there's probably buttons not been pushed right. Right. Usually the case. Or you can flip that from from someplace else. Right. Simple one-to-one patching on these consoles makes it easy. Mm -hmm. So you have the ability on a digital system to keep yourself going as long as you understand that it's there. You know, that's with nice. an analog with an analog solution, you're unplugging and replugging and breaking out a multimeter right. and just going crazy on it. Yeah. So right. that, that's, that's one right. nice advantage. Plus, that's if really, you step yeah. back on, you know, on, on an analog system, analog is great. Analog is has a very nice sound to it, generally speaking. Analog is expensive. If you think about it in terms of what you need to get one channel working on analog, right. Right. You know, just, just, just as an example of what we have here with the console that I've got. So first off, you've got a high pass filter, then you've got um, Mm -hmm. a a four band parametric EQ Uh, you've got a gate, you've got a compressor. Oh, actually, let me step that back. You've got 15, I think, options of compressor. Um, on that, just on that, yeah. on just that one console. Right, right. And some of those compressors are, if you got the analog version, they're expensive. Oh yeah. So you were there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I can't name the names. Sure, so sure. So it's one of those things. I can't say that, but sure. you, if you've seen these, you know what they are, mm-hmm. and you know that to try to get one analog is expensive. And you know, then you've got uh, a limiter that, and that's just one channel. Mm. We've got a console that'll do sixty-four channels. Oh, and it's got thirty-two outputs on it. Okay, so that's perfect. But ten things per channel. Yeah. Oh, and then we have to do that again thirty-two more times. So, think about how expensive and how cumbersome something like that is when it's yeah. all built into a digital board. Right. So some of it people don't need. But people don't think they need. Once you start getting creative, Better. you realize how bad you need a compressor. That's right.
1: It's so much better. It's not even talk about graph EQs on the output. So, right, yeah, you know that's that's a that's a that's a a whole other thing. So let's talk about. um, Ask you a question: Have 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 churches started to use um, Studio Live the software, uh, say with the fader port or with another desk for their live stream mixing? Have you have you seen that?
0: Um, I have seen a little bit of it. I don't really work a lot in the Studio One, uh, the software environment specifically. I can make it work for the most part, but I'm not the guru. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm the live sound guy. I'm 300 pounds, subwoofers, black T-shirts and ponytails. Um, <laughs> y'all laughing. You know I'm union, right. Union. No, <laughs> union. No. Union. that's
3: hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, million times.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, is it possible to do? Absolutely. there is a way to do it. It's the one thing that you get into when you start having to do things in a computer environment is things can get a little bit, um, and, and this would be across the board kind of thing, they can get a little bit clunky where you're trying to determine, okay, where are these things all coming in? What do I need them all to do? How do I get them back out the way I want? Um, you know, because you're dealing with a live environment. You're, you have musicians, you have singers, you have instruments, you have a room. And, you know, when you're dealing in that sort of situation, that's a lot of stuff to try to manage in a recording software. That's not really designed for that environment.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Can it be done? Absolutely. Do I recommend it? Console all day long. <laughs> get your stuff in front of you let the thing do the job that it's got to do that's the stuff um yeah you know i and and you know if anybody ever does need help trying to do it i'd be more than happy to help them that's what i'm here for um uh, while i don't recommend it i can make it work got you got you so
1: how has um covid affected like distribution and fulfillment um during this time like
0: From this point on, the names have been changed to protect the innocent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll put it to you this way. Uh, When COVID first struck, we were very concerned. We were really worried that people wouldn't be able to do anything. And the the world surprised us. They really, really surprised us in a good way. At least, as far as us, right. um, people who you know were used to doing meetings and things through Skype or, you know, maybe you'd have the occasional meeting on Zoom. You know, the average household didn't understand or didn't even know the word audio interface, right? Mm-hmm. And then when they were forced to embrace. Having to work from home or having to isolate and still earn a living. Right. They realized very quickly, in my opinion, that the crappy microphone and teeny tiny little speakers on my laptop are just not going to get it done. No. You know, my camera is terrible. Yeah. You know, these are the kind of things that people realize because. What they started to have to do is they had to represent what would normally be in an office or in a in 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 our for what we're dealing with. They would have to represent what's normally in a big giant chapel, but they had to put it on a tiny little 15, you know, 17-inch screen. Mm-hmm. And you realize very quickly you can't just take your, you know, your MacBook and turn it around and face it at the congregation. Right. right. Or, or you know, face it at the at the at the stage. It's not going to work right. Um, will it work? Yes. Is it the way to do it? Not so much. And you know, you can't rely on the microphone on the on the laptop. It's it's just not designed for that. It's designed for people to have a conversation like we're having right now. Right. right. And people realize this because they'd be like, "Well, I can't hear you very well." Well, I've got it turned up as loud as it can go, and they're you know, forty five feet away from the computer. And they came to the realization that, you know, there's got to be a better way. And in this case, they turned to the, the, the audio electronics industry. They came to us and they said, I need this. I didn't realize I needed it, but now I do. And they bought so many audio interfaces I mean, wow. it was, we, and to give you an example, um, last year was the first year that this company has been a hundred million dollar a year company. Wow. Over wow. the course of the year. Wow. It's the first time before that we were somewhere uh, around half of that. If I remember correctly, I'd, I'd have to go back into the, on it. that's not my end of it. Yeah. <sighs> it just went wow sh- straight through wow. the roof. In that span of time, and it was all on things like audio interfaces, because now you have these houses of worship that had these old antiquated systems with Mm -hmm. analog mixers and, you know, a guy who's holding an old Sony, you know, beta cam or whatever the heck, and (laughs) they were doing what they had to do to get the message out. Yeah. And they realize, hey, my analog console won't let me connect to my computer. Or I tried, and it sounds terrible. Why does it sound terrible? Well, because you're trying to shove a, a, you know, all of the stuff out of that analog console down an eighth-inch port. It's not going right. to work. Right. It's not going to be a good connection. You need something that's designed to do the job. So, little two-channel audio interfaces. Our audio box USB ninety-six blew up. Mm. I am not kidding. We sold mm. so many of those things. And people also realized that they couldn't hear very well on the little speakers. So what? It was, so what blows up then? Studio monitors. Right. We sell little three and a half, four and a half inch studio monitors that work great in people's homes. We sell them on Amazon. You know, we sell them to uh, stores. We sell them to b We sell them to Sweetwater. Those things sold Incredible. through the roof. Yeah, wow. it's incredible, and it's it's all because people needed a better experience than they were getting. Mm-hmm. And you know, consoles. When the churches weren't in session, rather than putting the consoles in to do what a console normally does, is just run the main PA system. Mm -hmm. They need the people decided, okay, let's upgrade our consoles and let's go with something that we can connect right up to a computer and be able to multi-track this right out over the internet. And, you know, you've got a console here that'll do 64 by 64. Boom, problem solved. Right. And people embraced those kind of things. And it became a situation where we were from we went from March wondering whether or not we were going to get through the next couple of months to the end of December, where we're like, Guys, we're out of stuff to sell, you know. And it was one of those things that we, you know, we we did not expect. That's a blessing. Yeah, it's definitely the kind of problems you want to have. Yeah, 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 and you know, and and to us, it's a beautiful thing. We're we're very happy about it. And the problem that we wind up with now is that the entire industry has done the same thing. Everybody's out of consoles. Yeah, you know everybody's you know low on audio interfaces and pa speakers and, and then you have boats getting stuck snakes sideways.
1: stage boxes that you yeah. made
0: it you get boats stuck sideways in the suez canal and can't get through and blocking all the other boats going both directions that would right. be completely messed up shipping so now nobody knows when anything's gonna arrive and you know when it does get here there's so much of a back order for it that it's gone almost as quick as it gets here right sure. and that's industry-wide is is my assumption yeah so you know we're we're we've managed and we have a very very good leadership team um and guys who run this company and they're very good about figuring out the best way for us to keep as many people happy with what we can get as possible and that's what's saving us right now is the leadership guys you know the the rick the the jim odom Uh, The Jim Boyt, not our new CEO. Those guys are keeping this thing, and they're not only keeping it afloat; they are full steam ahead. So it's a very, very good time for us. It's you know, it's just, it's just a lot of work.
1: It's what we do. Mm -hmm. Right, right. (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I want to thank my good friend John Taylor from Persona for stopping by, dropping a ton of knowledge on us. Yes, so appreciate your time, sir. Yes, but I before get we get out of here, oh, we have this thing called 30 seconds and gone. So they are right. rapid fire questions.
0: Remember, can, this is my first podcast. Go easy on me. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. Kid gloves, yeah. kid gloves for you, kid yeah. gloves for you. So right. rapid fire questions, it's true or false, yes or no. If you choose to elaborate, you can. Um, um, so I'm not it's, sure it's, if that's legal. <laughs> it's completely up to you. So here we go. 30 seconds and gone. Question number one. Small For small venues, do you use a 12 and a 15 or a 15-inch full range?
0: Small venues, I use 12 and an 18, actually.
1: 12 and an 18. Okay.
0: Good Yeah. Yep. Oh. And the main reason for that is just because I think those blend better and you get a little bit, you get a bit better low end extension out of an 18 and it's enough to really give me the room I need. Gotcha.
1: Question number two, favorite cereal as a kid?
0: Oh man. Um, wow. It's been so many years ago. <laughs> 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 Favourite cereal as a kid. Huh. i'm not a breakfast person honestly i <laughs> i eat breakfast when i'm on the road usually because i'm hanging out with somebody <laughs> so now i gotta think about it lord um you know what the frankenberry
1: okay the okay. frankenberry with the that. marshmallow. Yeah. You know and what the I'm talking about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 The sugar yeah.
0: rush. Now you got done. You <laughs> had a little bowl of chocolate milk that you could just guzzle down. Oh, yes. Yes. Yep. yes. Right yes. there. Yes. Yep. And yes. you was buzzing yes. all
1: day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Question number three. Pick one. SM58, Sennheiser 935,
0: Beta 87. SM58 all day, every day. Okay. Question number only reason for that is because I know how to make one of those do a whole lot more stuff than I know how to make the others do stuff. There it is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Question number four. Answer this question. I love mixing live because.
0: Oh, that's easy. There is no energy like you feel at a live event. There's no there there, it's there's there's no energy like it. We just talked about this, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. When you, when you are in that mix and you know, you're, you've got your ears going and you're not even watching where you put your fingers. you just know that they're where they belong? And you're just looking at that stage and you see the bands yeah. feeling it. You can see, they feel the crowd, you know, getting into it. You know, that's that energy that I have always lived for. I love that kind of feeling. And that's, that's the reason why I still do this even though I'm pushing 50.
1: Great. Wow. Last question, number five. Grilled cheese or PBJ?
0: Grilled cheese all day, every day, with a little bit of tomato soup to go along with it. Oh, <laughs> it is. isn't that lovely? <laughs> oh gosh. By, by the way, if you <laughs> yeah, if you are ever gonna make yourself a grilled cheese, here's what you do. First uh-oh, off, uh-oh. you don't use margarine, you get butter. Okay. You know that cinnamon swirl bread? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You take that, butter on it, in the pan, and what you want to use is you want to use um, a medium kind of cheese with this, Um, a little bit sharper than an American, but you want to go like a thicker slice. Um, You could almost use like a Velveeta because it's kind of a little bit sharp, a little bit harder Mm -hmm. than an American would be. Right. And you put some of that down in it, and then another slice of the uh, of the swirl it's bread, like the cinnamon swirl bread. bread with butter yeah. on it. Flip that a couple times. Sit down. I'll be waiting for the phone call when you call me to say <laughs> thank you.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure.
3: wow. Wow, I'm going to try that
1: out. <laughs> but there you have it. Thirty seconds and going and a cooking tip. So thank there you, you have it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank our good friend John Taylor From Persona for stopping by And we're yes, going to sir. say like we always say Every week, keep God first in everything you do And we'll see you next time On the Church Sound Podcast yes no doubt Thanks guys attention all churches and organizations are you looking to amplify your message and reach your community in a powerful way introducing podcast made simple the perfect solution for churches and organizations and even yourself eager to step into the world of podcasting with ease and confidence our beginner course serves as a comprehensive guide helping you navigate the ins and outs of podcasting effortlessly. From selecting the right equipment to crafting engaging content, podcasts made simple provide step-by-step guidance tailored to your needs. No more struggling with complicated technology or feeling overwhelmed by the process. Without course, you'll be recording and sharing your message to the world in no time.
2: Podcast Made Simple helped our church connect with our
1: congregation in a whole new way. Thanks to this course, our message is reaching more people than ever before. Don't miss out on this opportunity to engage your community and make a lasting impact. Enroll in Podcast Made Simple today. The link is in the show notes or visit our website, InvisibleMediaConsulting.com.